Today's episode is made possible by the generous support of Charon Law Offices. Located in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, Steve Charon and his team work with startup companies offering a full range of legal services. No matter what stage your startup is in, the team at Charon Law Offices can help you. From structuring to developing stock option plans to assisting with fundraising arrangements, Charon Law Offices can guide you through the process. For more information, email steve at charonlawoffices.com or call 412-880-5633. Visit their website at charonlawoffices.com for more information. Charon Law Offices, from startup to exit and everything in between. You can follow us on Twitter at BroadcastPGH and find us on Facebook at TheBroadcast underscore PGH and Instagram at TheBroadcast underscore PGH. Our website is broadcast-podcast.com where you can find all of our past episodes. If you want to support the show, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash broadcastpgh. If you'd like to sponsor or otherwise partner with the show, we'd love to talk to you. Drop us a line at broadcastpgh at gmail.com. Well, welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. Here we are in lovely downtown Beachview. Uh, it's a rainy night, kind of a miserable night, so I'm actually glad everybody made it. It's one of those days where I just was so looking forward to the podcast at the end of the day. <laughs> Pam isn't with us tonight, but Jen is here. I'm here. Yeah, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And we have a guest who came recommended by our our, our very devoted sponsor, Steve Charon, uh, Shamira Williams, who's co-founder of CC Busy. And I was saying to Jen before uh, you got here that I actually can't believe we haven't met because you're involved in so many things in Pittsburgh that it's it's really remarkable. And so I'd love to, I really want to hear about how you started CC Busy, how it came to be, and maybe a little bit about your sort of the path that led you here. But welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Um, so I commuted here via mass transit, and that's always interesting, right? Mm-hmm. But I love taking the bus or mass transit, so it lets me see what my community's like and definitely lets you interact with other people promotes empathy too because sometimes you're like wow they gotta do all that to get on a bus yeah it's totally like just to get to work just to get to work right like you got three kids or you got to get in your wheelchair and it's raining and it's that's a that's a thing right um yeah and i think people who don't take transit that often when you hear about how it's hard it is to get around like mm -hmm. they don't really have that unless you actually have done it and see how you know complicated and taxing it can be Mm -hmm. just to do it yeah, it's hard to explain to someone without them actually doing it. I always tell people who do social innovation, like, hey, you really want to see what your yeah. people are going through? Yeah. Take the bus at the beginning of the month to get your groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You'll have so a true. whole nother concept of like, no, I totally would not. No, no. Right. And when, when <laughs> whenever there's community events and there's, there, you know, it's people worry about parking first because parking in Pittsburgh is always terrible. But, you know, I, I always say, look, make sure that we have, it's on a bus line. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's close to the T yep. or something because- you you leave out a lot of people. You're trying to be inclusive, and I think a lot of people have their hearts in the right place. But you got to think about mm-hmm. that, especially if you're trying to serve an you know, underserved population mm-hmm. or marginalized community. Like you got to factor that in, and I think we don't always do a great job of that. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of public transit too. So, how does CC Busy come yeah, to be? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So my co-founder and I met through his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew me from work. Um, she used to lead the Pittsburgh Association of the Education of Young Children. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm trying together, but she was yeah. the executive director there. And when I owned a child care facility, 
we just connected and she was willing and wanting to support my work with innovation and digital media with young children. So me and her hit it off and she was like, you should meet my husband. He loves Legos too. And I was just like, (laughs) okay. So we, you know, we would see each other at events and we would talk about Legos and tech. And one day he posted a video of an Alexa and a Google assistant talking to each yeah. other, doing like a diapering coach thing. And I was like, and I seen it on Facebook and I was like, that's totally a business. And he was like, huh? That was December of 2017. Mm-hmm. He was like, let's have lunch. And I was like, oh, okay. We had lunch. And I was like, you totally should apply for Alpha Lab yeah. and like, it'll be great. And he was like, well, I don't want to do this without you. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll take a backseat. Like, I can I can be a consultant to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to really <laughs> do that much. And he was like, okay. Yeah. So we applied to Alpha Lab, which the deadline was three weeks away. So we didn't have a working product. We didn't have anything. We just had a concept. Yeah. He got t- together and started developing. I remember that Sunday before the applications were due, he came to my house. We did the little video and... That's CC Busy. Like, that's how CC Busy came to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this, we hadn't been planning on it. it we haven't been working on it, like, yeah. prior to. Mm-hmm. And so when people think about, like, where we're at, and I'm going to be like, no, we really came up with this idea of December 2017. Oh, and I know, right, I know that there are people who are in the startup world to say, like, we got started in this, and they've been tinkering with that idea mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. for a while. No. And, and you both hit the ground running, right? Yes. Like You've had so many successes <laughs> since then. So we, we got in the Alpha Lab, and we didn't plan on it. I was at South by Southwest EDU when Greg called me and was like, we made it to the next round. And I was just like... <laughs> I wanted to be like, hell yes. But then I was like, I didn't really plan for that. Um, I actually already owned two companies and I had not really planned for a third mm-hmm. company. And it was kind of like, mm, that's going to be a lot yeah. because I understood the startup world mm-hmm. and what an accelerator meant and the commitment it meant. And I had always been like, yeah, that's not my speed. I'm not that human, right? Like I like to be really low key. That is not the lifestyle I have lived for the last two yeah, years. Yeah, startup <laughs> life is very all-consuming, right? And I'm very much an introvert, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like low-key introvert yeah. itself. It's yeah. like, open ah, spaces. Open and spaces. Everyone, like, everyone around all the time. Yeah, this is not who I am, but yeah. the work that I wanted to do was great. And yeah. so I was just on a call today with Promise Ventures because we're doing a show and tell for mm-hmm. them, and they said, like, the CEO or the person who was leading office hours, she was like, you're just so passionate. Like everybody wants to hear this story. She was like, so don't you just, I was like, no, I totally don't want to do that. Please don't put me in front of a group. Please don't put me in front of the group. I know it so well. I know. I do. I do. I get it. But no, that's not my my thing. I'm getting better though. I've learned to plan for them, right? Um, Managing my schedule and my wellness plan around it, right? Mm -hmm. If it's going to be a people day, I got to, do some exercise. Yes. You got to prep for it. I got to prep for it. I need to know it far in advance. Mm -hmm. The day before, I'm not going nowhere. And the funny thing is like when I make plans with someone, a lot of times I really am looking forward to the plans. I really want to see them. Then when they cancel, I'm like, such a relief. Wait, so we're (laughs) all extroverted introverts right now. Like you have to sort of push yourself. (laughs) It takes a lot of energy though when you're an introverted person. To run a company, but maybe we could just back up for one sec and let's explain what CC Busy is because yeah. I think we know what it is. But let's 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 you know give me that kind of how did you pitch it to Alpha? Maybe that's a good way to 
introduce mm. it to people. That's probably not a good way to introduce right. it to it's people. Not a good way because it's I'll, so much better now. Okay. I'll give you my pitch now that I'm going through Alpha Lab. Give me the, give me the polish pitch. All right. All right. So CC Busy uses voice assistants like an Alexa or Google Assistant to help childcare providers log their daily interactions. So that's like diapering, attendance, meal counts, napping, and in that time, the parent can see in real time. We don't do push notifications at the time. That's a parent's option to option in. And when the regulator comes on site. The child care provider can give them their own access login to only see content that they need in order to do their licensing uh, visit for regulation. Wow. That's, that's a, I mean, it's an amazing idea and it's kind of surprising that it's one of those things you hear and you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why didn't anyone think of this previously, so, right? It's one of those things. We think so, but it's something to be hands-free and still yeah. do your work. And it pro- promotes the natural thing that child care providers do, right? Yeah. They're already talking. Yeah. And for me, when I seen Greg's video, I was like, ooh. I was thinking of a diapering coach, really. Yeah. But because we always talk about diapering has 17 steps if you <sighs> are a child care provider, yeah. according to the CDC's yeah. poster. And when we tell people that, they're like, no, that's, <laughs> there's, there's not that. Like, I have a kid and you don't have to do <laughs> all that. Babies aren't that big. Right? And it's like... <laughs> Well, there's steps about cleaning and things like that. But I thought of immediately of it helping promote providers to continue talking Mm. to children because we always say, while you're diapering a child, have a conversation and start talking to them. Well, if I started talking to log, I'm probably going to keep the conversation going, right? Yeah. And so that's to me, that was like, ooh, that's simple. That's genius. It's low tech, but it's high yeah. tech, right? Yeah. Because people always say, well, I don't want to bring a screen in or I don't, I just can't afford yeah. the technology. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's a $50 dot, if that. Right. And yeah. once you get one dot, you get the app on your phone. So now you're yeah. mobile with it. So yeah. like, even if you're out and about, you could still be logging your information without taking the device with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so who, when you, when you came up with the idea, who is like the target audience and who is your ideal like customer or client for this prop for this business so our ideal customer are family and group child care providers that mm-hmm. are home-based mm-hmm. because they're community-based businesses yeah. they're typically the only person running their facility right. so they are in the business plus they have to run the business yeah. and so they need automation right yeah. it'd yeah. be great to have something hands-free we are we want to expand to center-based mm-hmm. child care facilities because we see that we know that that's a market too yeah but we initially wanted to start with home-based um child care providers that are licensed under the state's yeah. system because the state is requiring more paperwork for them mm-hmm. as they professionalize the field but they're still just one person and so they're yeah. they want to interact with children they didn't get in the business to yeah. do paperwork. They got in a business yeah. to f- help children and yeah. nurture families mm-hmm. and they're community based business and they're primarily women owned. So yeah. it's amazing to me. Like why haven't we wrapped business ops mm-hmm. around them? Right. Where's, yeah. where's the SBDCs for them? Right? Taking like, care of children, like the most important possible asset, right. That you could possibly ask someone to, t- to handle for you. Yeah. So I always say to people like there's no KPI for trust, right? Yeah. Childcare providers especially if you're a home-based provider, I am now letting you in my home. Mm -hmm. I see you every day. 
I was the person who opened the door. I was the person that closed the door. You can only tell me so many stories yeah. before I know the truth of what is happening in your home. And anybody who's ever talked to a three-year-old knows they oh. will tell you some stories and you'll be like, <laughs> I'm not going to believe the whole story, but mom. There'd be something in there, but. <laughs> um, can we have a conversation? Because some of the things that keep coming up, we want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And in vulnerable communities, I think they have the best chance of hitting off a lot of problems yeah right because you are seeing that person on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and you understand the things that they are going through but they usually don't have the the data to support it yeah right and that's not their thing right so me thinking like oh well voice is their thing they love to sing and dance and talk with the kids so just use the voice voice technology to do the the paperwork you need done Mm -hmm. It frees you up. It allows you to have time. But then you actually have some something that you could visually look at and see like, yeah, Sally's Sally never brings her kid on the third Tuesday of the month. What's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there? Like maybe maybe the third Tuesday of the month on the third Monday. I'm like, hey, Sally, we hope to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's giving you a way, not just a way to log the interaction, but also kind of get the whole picture of what's going on with the provider and the child and the parents. And so it's, it's, it's almost as creating this, you know, a little community around just the childcare aspect of, 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 you know, taking care of a child is, you know, I hate to use that cliche if it takes a village, but really this is, you know, creating a different way to get the village all on the same page. It's a different way to get the village all on the same page. It's also a way for childcare providers to talk about the rest of the community and mm-hmm. how they are economic multipliers, right? Yeah. If you go to a home-based childcare, I always tell politicians, there are the people you want to go to, put your signs in there, your. If yeah. I trust you with my baby every mm-hmm. day, I'm totally going to trust the sign that I see there every yeah. day to be like, who to vote for? Yeah. I don't know. My childcare provider got Bobby and his in his sign yard. Mm, yeah. And so I trust her. So I trust the fact that Bobby sign is there. So yeah. she, he or she took some stock in that. Right. Yeah. But childcare providers are engaged, right? Yeah. Like they, they know what's happening in our community. Yeah. They know when Miss Sally left down the street, mm-hmm. they're home all day. They a know strange car. They whatever. know a strange yeah. car. They know the mailman. They know the mm-hmm. garbage man. They, know, they, they know yeah. everyone. Yeah. They're going through walks in the community, right? They see what's happening. People see them. I'll tell you this one story about when I was a child care provider. <clears throat> one night I decided I was going out. Yeah, I'm going to be an adult. <laughs> I'm sitting in the bar and some man is like, daycare lady, daycare lady. I'm like, oh my God. no, no, I'm not an answer. <laughs> I'm totally not answering him because it's 1.30 in the morning yeah. and I'm in the bar. And so daycare lady is not the appropriate name to be calling me. And I wouldn't answer him. He got up off his stool and oh, came no. over and was like, daycare lady, I know you hear me talking to <laughs> me. Daycare Did this result in a date? This said, no, no. I literally was like, I feel like that is not a pickup line. That is no game right there. I said, sir, <laughs> but it's one thirty in the morning. Do you see me with kids? No, my name is not daycare lady. I know that's where you know me from. You could have just waved. That's right. it. That's all I needed you to do. Call you do. by your name. He didn't know my name, and yeah, I still won't tell him my name. That's probably you know better. Me? That was the reason. That was the. I mean, he used to always ask me, like, "Hey, girl, what's your name?" And I'd be like, "Daycare, daycare lady." <laughs> <laughs> Which happened to backfire on me when I seen him out in the middle of the street. Yeah. To be like, 
So how did you get into this field before CC Busy? How did you get into this field? Oh my goodness, this is a story I can tell. <laughs> my biological parents are no longer together. And so I'm of a blended child, mm-hmm. right? A blended family of today's modern thing. Mm-hmm. My mom worked at a church-based child care facility that rented space off my dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Talk about somebody who doesn't want to ever go to work to visit me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When <laughs> when the childcare facility lost, like they moved out, they decided to move out of the building, mm-hmm. which was a whole thing. Don't call me. I can't do nothing for nobody. <laughs> I don't got no power nowhere. Anyways, my mom was back at home, still wanting to do childcare. But my stepdad owned the painting company mm-hmm. and he had just had knee surgery. And so that meant he could no longer mm-hmm. run his painting yeah. company. And my mom had all this furniture that they had done, gave, given her to say, like, if you wanted to start your own facility. And my mom said to my dad, like, I need new living room furniture. And my dad was like, oh, I got you. My stepdad was like, I got you. And threw all the furniture out and was like, here goes the paperwork to start a daycare for your mom. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to do that. I don't, but I was always good at doing paperwork and mm-hmm. I had helped my dad with his business and had already left a family business. So I really wasn't trying to jump back into yeah. the family business. Yeah. My mom wanted a childcare facility and I helped her start one. My mom still runs a childcare facility yeah. out of oh, her home. Awesome. She has bought the land next to her. Um, mm. That was a vacant lot. It's now enclosed. Um, during my time with my mom at her facility before I started my own, she did Hit Start. Like, she was a Hit Start supplemental. Mm-hmm. She did Stars. I did a lot of paperwork. And we actually had a family that we encouraged to go. We encouraged the, the mom to go back to school because she said she was having problems at her job mm-hmm. with harassment. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to do a different career. And she did all the work to go back to school. We supported her. She finished her program to become a CNA, and the only shift she could get for work was third shift, mm, which was hard. 3 to 11. Yeah. And she had a kid going to kindergarten and first grade. Mm. You can't leave your, no. your kindergartner and first mm. grader home. And so she was like, well, I'll quit and just go back to my old job. And we were like, no, I opened my own facility so that... Hmm. I could be open from two to midnight. Oh wow! Yeah. And so I would work my mom's in the morning, and then pick up like the kids after school and take them to my that facility. Is a long day. It was a long day. So yeah. at midnight, I was like, "Okay, yeah. no more kids. No Get away kids. from me." <laughs> so you really get the pain of the problem you're trying to solve. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That the childcare options just so it's so hard to find. Good childcare you can afford that works for your schedule. Because I know a lot of my friends and people that I know who have kids, finding a facility that you you know them, you trust them, it's close enough to your home and your work, and you can afford and can accommodate your work hours. And, you know, can, if you need a day off, are they going to charge you? And kind of all of these things. It's like, why can't we get our, our act together with this? Like, why aren't we better at, you know, providing opportunities to people like you who are trying to solve this problem and fill in these gaps. We just do a really bad job, I think, overall of of prioritizing childcare and making sure it's funded properly and making sure it's affordable. You know, if we if we have an economy where everyone both parents have to go to work, we have to figure this out. You know, why? I mean, I think I know why, but what's your kind of take on it seems like we've we've gotten a little better, but I don't know. I, it's still there's still a lot of gaps. Why haven't we got our act together? I'll say two reasons that, you know, research has said is yeah. 
women's work is not valued. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oddly enough, the people who own childcare facilities have no power in yeah. agency, which are predominantly women and predominantly specifically women of color. Yeah. Yeah. And who see a need in their community like you did and want to fill it. It's not because you're getting into this business because you want to be wealthy. No. It's because you see a need and you can help. The people who are taking care of the most vulnerable people are getting the least amount of resources. Yeah. And they're so vulnerable themselves. Right. So, yeah. so it's creating a poverty circle. Like, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I think that something that can be powerful, though, is... Now that big businesses are starting to see how much money they lose mm -hmm. because people don't have proper child yep. care options. Soft productivity. Yeah. Right. They're like, ooh, maybe I should try to solve this right. issue or help solve this issue. And it would be great if they partnered. Right. Right. We just are going to adopt small child care facilities that are in our communities mm -hmm. or close to where our people work. Right. Yeah. If I know that I have people in. Beachview, because that's where we're at in downtown yeah. Beachview, and there's no childcare there, and there's but that's where my people are coming from. It would be smart and behoove me to say I should invest in like yeah. a small facility because when I'm creating, I'm creating work mm -hmm. for someone yeah. who potentially can create work for someone else because they need to hire. Yeah. But it allows it allows that parent to go to work, mm -hmm. and it prepares the next child. It prepares that child to be able to go into the workforce, right? Because yeah. kindergarten readiness and things like that. Yeah. And so you get a two-gen approach yeah. by investing in child care. And so I never understand why that's not it. And I think sometimes that's because we don't play it that way, especially for women, like to just talk about the fact that, hey, I am creating, I am creating an economic option for the whole community, right? I used to say when I was all the time is that if all childcare providers shut their door on the same day unannounced, they can stop a local economy. Wow. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine what that would mm -hmm. look like. Like yeah. middle of July, everybody just be like, mm -hmm. mm, or not. Nah, go tell your go tell your state representative we need mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. tell your big business that they should pay. They should help support me. Right. There should be a subsidy. You should get some kind of reimbursement for mm -hmm. your child care. Yeah. Honestly, right yeah. now, I'm wondering why nobody has done it with opportunity tax credits. Like, yeah. come run that oh money back to me. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. take all of your dollars. I said that to somebody. <laughs> and they were like, opportunity tax credits and child care. I was like, they spark employment. They have to have real estate. Mm -hmm. So come on, double down on these dollars. I will anyway. take all mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. Right. And like, again, I, I always come back to you're taking care of children. Like what is more important? What is more important than taking care of children and making sure that they feel safe and that they feel protected mm -hmm. and the parents know their kids are safe while they're at work. I mean, there's just so many things that just I make mean, so much sense. If big business even thought about it, forget the days off that, it, you know, you yeah. take off. The productivity. Because mm -hmm. if I'm worried about my kid all right. day, yeah, right. what I'm get not out doing, of this work at a certain time mm -hmm. and I can't focus. I'm yep. not focused on whatever mm -hmm. you want. Whatever you want, I would need to do the bare minimum so I could get right. back to my baby. Right. Uh, she had the sniffles. I don't know. Is Miss mm -hmm. Sally going to treat her well? And we all know somebody who has a, a kid in childcare and they're like, I don't like nobody there, but Miss Johnny loves my baby. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as they're out of the baby room, we're transferring. Oh. And it's kind of <laughs> like, 
Mm. You get really attached. You get attached to the person, right? And so I like to say that high quality childcare is about the person Mm -hmm. more than the place. The place is important. Don't I won't discredit like Mm -hmm. environmental safety and safety regulations, but a parent really is thinking about hmm, how do me and you connect? Right. Right. You can have all the nice things in the world, but if I don't feel that gut check feeling of like I can leave my baby here, we're gonna be all right. You're gonna be like, yeah, you have. Thank you. I see all of your certificates. Goodbye yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's really because it's hard to leave your child in someone it's else's hard. care. It's like that, you know, you know that you're kind of giving away a little piece of yourself. You, right? and, and for women, you already have specifically so already feeling that little bit of guilt to mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm leaving my baby. Yeah. I don't really want to leave yeah. my baby. Can I? Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. you need somebody to be like, girl, I got your baby. You need these five minutes yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah. Go play. Go yeah. Go let your hair down. Go restore yourself in self-care. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. you get to do that as a child care provider. And people don't realize that you do that. You see moms at their mm-hmm. days when they're just like, are you, are you, on, are you having postpartum? Are you just having a hard time? Mm-hmm. Is it a bad week? Is your husband or other, or your partner just driving you crazy? Is work too much right now? What is, yeah. it's a woman to woman that like, I see you. And it, it really is a, I, I can see you. Yeah. I can empathize with you. I might not even be going through all the things, but I see you and I see you are carrying something. Let me, let me help you. And that's what childcare providers do on a daily basis that they can't quantify. Yeah. They don't talk about. It's just natural yeah. to them. Yeah. Feeding mom breakfast. It's small little things, but those connections are so important and so vital. I see you're not eating. I know yeah. that your I know that your kids need food, so they need food. I know you haven't probably eaten. Like here, here's a sandwich to eat on your way out the door. Yeah, here's yeah. a piece of fruit. Those little things help parents so much to be like. There's a basket of fruit at the door. Take yeah. some fruit for you. Here's mm-hmm. some water. Yeah. Here's some coffee while you're going and running in the hustle and bustle because I got to get to work. I got five more minutes. My car was down. The kids were doing this. It was crazy. It was raining outside and the yeah. dog got loose. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's always something. It's always. So you came actually recommended to us by Steve Churn, our great friend of the show, our sponsor, Maybe we could give him a little shout out and tell him how, tell me how you know Steve, how you, I mean, he, he is involved in so much in the startup scene Everyone in Pittsburgh. Knows Steve. I yeah. was like, you're ready to say, if you've been in the startup scene and you don't know Steve Sharon, you've not been in the startup <laughs> scene, correct. honestly. That um, correct. So I know Steve Sharon because I was one of the co-organizers for Startup Week in Education and Steve Sharon was a sponsor yeah, for Startup Week in mm-hmm. Education. Yeah. yeah. And after that, he learned about what I did because my original business is doing consulting to small businesses around tech and how do you integrate tech into your business operations to get more time, right? Like we all talk about our tech, but like, are you actually using it efficiently or do you just Uh, keep buying tech? Adding more work for you, yeah, yeah. And so I like to to talk about how do we improve the ability to communicate and collaborate with the tech that you have. Mm And Steve wanted that. And so Steve has been one of my clients since oh. then. And so he has worked with me as I worked through other projects to be like, okay, I don't have time for you this month, but I'll be here. And so Steve Sharon has definitely supported me and has always given me extra 
tickets are giving me space and access, yeah. right? Like yeah. I wanted to go to Tech 50. He's like, I got an extra ticket. Come on over. And yeah. I'm like, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's such a great ally to have. And when I approached him about sponsoring the podcast, I think I talked to him for about five minutes. He said, okay, let's do it. You know. He's so nice. Yeah. Just so easy and so supportive and like, you know, perfectly happy to just sit back and let you do your thing, which is so so nice when you're just mm-hmm. trying to get something off the ground. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I appreciate him. I appreciate you yeah. being here. Man, what you're doing is so important to the community. And just, I, I, I mean, I'm so in awe of like how much work goes into, mm-hmm. you know, childcare and how, like you say, women who are in childcare, they don't, mm-hmm. they're so below the radar. You know, they're just doing the work. And I don't know, any chance we can do this to put a spotlight on that, I think is really important. So something we all need. It's something. Mm-hmm. It's that village feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't have children, but I got 38 nieces and nephews. And I have definitely been called to be like, about you babysitting these kids this weekend. <laughs> and we all like, uh, no, I have my own life. That's why I didn't have kids. And my sisters are like, or my brothers are like, yeah. But you need, I need you to watch my kids. <laughs> Take care, lady. Yeah. <laughs> daycare. Literally, my daycare. sister called me one day and was like. I'm going to start calling you that. So daycare lady, I need you to come like. Dad said, I have to fly to Miami tomorrow. And so you're going to come and watch our kids for us. And I was like, mm, no, mm. not really. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. We need you to come and watch our kids for us. So. <laughs> That's it. Shamira, I appreciate you talking. Shamira and Williams, thanks so much for coming on. This is, I'm so glad that we finally be able to get you to I come know, on. I can't, and believe, I can't believe either. I know. Yeah. So. This has been really, I just am so in awe of what you're doing and your show inspiring. So thanks so much for sharing a little piece of your time. I know your schedule's busy. We appreciate you so much. I appreciate the offer and I definitely have to send love to Steve about the recommendation. Yes. This was an awesome experience. Good, good. And I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. The Broadcast Podcast is proud to be a member of the Sorgatron Media family. 